0: Good, Reef, Galler. Hello,
1: hello, hello. Episode three of our mini series. I'm your host, Svj. With me is Irene.
2: Hi. I feel like I have to apologize because I'm kind of congested, so I'm using like my head voice right now. So
1: your head voice. My head. What does that, like, that mean?
2: Uh, like singing. Like oh. it's it's like oh. it's a it's a bad technique oh. when you sing because then like. You, I don't know. It's like pressure not as strong <laughs> yeah. versus like breathing deeply Ooh. from your diagram. And
0: your diagram? I
2: diagram. Diaphragm. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love breathing I said, from my diagram. Uh, I said that I was congested. That means my brain is foggy, too. Oh. <laughs> uh, Sounds like
0: a scapegoat. Micah is here. I, I mean, you're right. <laughs> I am. I'm uh, actually reading from my diagram. <laughs> it says right here. So uh, uh, This is episode three.
2: Uh, strong start.
1: So before we before we begin, got to give our spoiler warning. Uh, This is if you're for whatever reason, if you're starting here in the podcast, if if over the weekend you were playing Sword and Shield and you searched Pokemon podcast and you clicked on this, you probably saw episode three. You're probably like, what is this? It's a series of us walking through Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. Uh, We do a spoiler warning just so if you don't want any spoilers, we give you a complete heads up here. If you haven't beaten milo in the first gym that was episode two and if you just want our initial impressions of starters and our first beginning thoughts of the game that's episode one this episode we are actually doing two gyms so just a spoiler warning there Um, so if you have not completed the third gym we're doing both the second and the third gym this episode just here's your spoiler warning maybe pause it maybe get that third gym out of the way before you come to listen there are, there are a couple of types of people who play Pokemon games. There are some people that run through, uh, do everything very quickly. There are some people who might be still uh, trying to find a shiny starter. There are some people who are taking their time. And then there are some people who uh, never finish the game. So based on uh, a couple things, one, these episodes have been significantly longer than our Ultra Moon episodes and significantly longer than our Let's Go episodes. Instead of doing daily, we're going to switch it up here. Because we have, we had two two-hour episodes, and I think this episode might be pushing an hour as well because we're going to complete two gyms. So this is the game plan. We're going to release this episode, which you're, if you're listening to the day, came out on Sunday. And then we're going to release an episode on Monday, of course. And then we're going to take Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday off so we can catch up and prepare episodes for the weekend. So we started our first episode on Friday. So... We're gonna do another episode Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So in total, there will be eight episodes to this series. But because of these because these games are so what's the word? They're not long. There's just so much to do. <laughs> uh, and I don't think it's fair to you guys that if we just like streamline the story and just kind of talk about that when there's like other things we could be talking about, like character development or the wild area, or the amount of new Pokemon, or the cosmetic changes.
2: Cosmoget. Co- what? Cos are the cosmog <laughs> changes,
1: so that's the, the plan. changes that there is no cosmog. This past week it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, three days off, and then another Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and that should that should be everything. Then we don't have to feel like we need to rush and do that way. Also, that doesn't feel weird where it's like, oh well, this episode was an hour, this episode was twenty minutes, this episode was an hour and a half, this episode was forty five then we don't feel like we're under a timeline or we're rushing or somebody's like, we're we're all waiting on somebody to catch up with us. Um,
2: I feel seen.
1: We're going to try this structure this year because these games were a lot different, I guess, on paper than past Pokemon games, in my opinion. Um, as somebody who's been talking about Pokemon for nine years, this was a little jarring in a good way of how these games are kind of set up. There's just so much, and that's a good problem, I think. And so now that with that, all that out of the way... We ended the last podcast by battling Milo, defeating Milo, and then uh, we get to move on to the next area, and uh, before we get to Nessa, a couple things happen, nothing too big, uh, but they, they, they give you the daycare option, I will just say there is another daycare in the game, it's located in the wild area, nothing too special about that, but finally... Hold on. There is.
2: Exactly. <laughs> it was like there are two days. I didn't know this.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh
2: the only thing I remember was the like Pokemart that's just in the middle of the wild area. Yeah, there's, there's some... a
0: Pokemart in the middle of the wild <laughs> area. Basically. This is this is <laughs> why we've had world? to restructure the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this wild area keeps throwing things in the mix. It keeps changing. Every let's... player has a different experience.
1: Oh, <laughs> le-
2: let's. Let's
1: there's – there's two daycares. There's one on the bridge where you get the bike.
2: By the okay, bridge, yeah. not on the bridge because well, that would be weird.
1: You don't know what's in the wild area. I, oh. the, the one in the wild area is not on a bridge, <laughs> okay, by the way. Okay. There is one in the wild area. Let's not worry about the daycare in the wild area. How, did you? Are you using the bike, Irene? Do you like I the bike? I love
2: the bike. For a while, it was really silly. I got very um, enthralled with how – because it's a Rotom bike – Like, I would sit and just look at the back wheel because it was, like, sparking with electricity. And I was like, oh, that's so neat. And um, how fast you do those costume changes. It's very snappy.
1: Auto adds it to your plus and minus. Yep. Micah, thoughts on the bike? It's good. That's it. You miss ride
0: Pokemon? Or you like the bike? No, I like the bike. I mean, this isn't the first time we've had a bike, but uh, (laughs) first time in maybe, like, three years. Finally
1: a bike. Uh, there's something real nice about riding on a Persian, though.
0: Yeah, there is. There uh, is. But I do like the bike, and I like that they're like permeating all of the technology with Rotom like we see it in the PC and in your phone and in the bike, and I think it's neat. I, I like that they're keeping with that and not maintaining a a specific level of personality maybe that the Rotom decks had. Yes, the Rotom <laughs> decks had a, definitely a personality.
2: It, uh it- it kind of shows that, like, if you were kind of irritated with Rotom decks, it's like, just because with how Rotom can have all the different forms just generally as a Pokemon, it's like, oh, okay, well, there's the box of Rotom and oh, the Biker yeah. Rotom Ro- and, like, the Rotom, or- whatever. Yeah, Rotomi, I think. Rot- yeah.
0: roto my, roto, roto Rotomai? Rotomai? I don't know. It's it's Rotom. I think the it's, like, it's supposed to be Rotom information. Or information Rotom? Mm. Is what it said in the like introduction. It's like Rotom I. Wait, I that that I dude's always sleeping. Rotomi sounds better. Roto <laughs> Rotomi. Yeah, it is always sleeping. What's up with that? Real uh, tired. <laughs> uh, the bike is good. Oh, is it because the PC is asleep?
2: Oh,
0: ah, probably. I get it.
2: Gotta shake that mouse.
1: I just thought I that was its personality that was, like, lazy. It's oh. <laughs> just tired all the time.
2: I mean, why would you sit there and just be on I when, like, well, nobody's look. walking towards you? Rotom
1: Dex didn't turn off.
2: <laughs> okay, exactly. That's why I said different it was, personalities. He was
1: always on.
2: Personalities. Pokenalities.
1: Okay. In the daycare is an important thing, not because uh, they give you a Pokemon that's pretty common. I'm, I'm assuming you both picked up the Pokemon in the daycare.
2: No. Yes. Okay. Oh.
1: <laughs> There's a Pokemon in the daycare and uh it, is it new? it is brand new i I do it, not
2: know what it is
1: it uh the cool thing about I won't spoil a uh if you've picked it up uh and you're listening to the podcast, you know what it is. We'll ask you next why you I think you will really like this Pokemon, but yeah, what I will say the cool thing about this Pokemon is finally, after three generations, the Pokemon company remembered that baby Pokemon existed, and it <gasps> is. The One of the first baby Pokemon since, I believe, Riolu. We have not had a baby Pokemon in Gen 5, 6, or 7. Oh my
2: gosh, what is it? Um, So
1: baby Pokemon are Pokemon that cannot produce other Pokemon because they're babies. Don't be like me and put a Riolu in the daycare and then two hours later realize why you aren't getting any eggs. Because you're dumb and you didn't evolve it to Lucario like I did. I blame my Twitch chat. There was 100 people that also
0: never (laughs) said anything. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that was on them not me Maybe you know there, there's less information this time around i think because a lot of people are like trying to not get information they didn't give as much so maybe you know there's people doing that i was actually wondering at the start when you said there's people probably still shiny hunting for their starters or whatever I'm curious how many people didn't get the memo that they're, <laughs> the starters are shiny locked. Yeah, mm, I feel real <laughs> bad. And are still <laughs> still trying. That's true I'm, because it's I'm not like there was an that.
1: official announcement. It was just kind right. of people on Twitter I'm waiting for
0: that one day when someone comes into your Twitch chat and says, uh, I've been avoiding information on playing the game, but I've been shiny hunting my score bunny <laughs> for the last th- four days. Oh, boy. Um,
1: there were still people the day before that planned on shiny hunting that I had to let know that. Oh, oh no. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> uh, at least if they're on Twitch compre- uh, expressing their concerns, they'll at least have maybe hopefully somebody in chat or the sh- a streamer let them know... Uh, Maybe you should do something else with your time.
2: I didn't know. I didn't know.
1: New baby Pokemon, though. Ah. Uh, so if you're I not- I want to
2: take these headphones <laughs> off and go see what it is. So if I didn't know
1: it was a baby. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with uh, some of the other babies, that would be Togepi, Magby, oh Ryolu, oh God, go see uh, it. <laughs> Chingling.
2: Like, I'm real serious. Smoochum, really Ellicott.
1: So uh, this is a new baby Pokemon. You get it for free in the daycare. Uh, I will also say the other cool thing about this baby Pokemon is when it evolves, Mm. if it is a specific... Kind of Pokemon. I don't want to give I don't wanna give it away. Well, uh- so of course, Pokemon can have different EVs, different <gasps> natures. I pl-
2: like I really want to uh, uh, different I-
1: genders. I really
2: want to go can I just be really fast?
1: No. Oh. <laughs> uh I'm gonna keep you on your edge of your seat. And I won't tell you what the secret is, but mm-hmm. uh obviously you could look it up if you're impatient. But if there's a specific something about the Pokemon, maybe you know, they give they give it to you in a daycare, they want you to breed a bunch of it and you evolve it.
0: It might look a little different. Interesting. I didn't know any of this. So I don't want to.
1: It's it's hard because there's so many new things, but I also want people to discover things for themselves. So hopefully that was a nice of a a lead thing. There's like another thing um, with. uh, I
2: hate this so much.
1: There's another thing with Farfetch. Obviously, we know that Sirfetch is in the game, um, but Farfetch itself has a very unique way to level up. And it's nothing they've ever done before in a game. And I don't have Farfetch in my game. I don't know if you guys have found Farfetch yet. I it did, with a sword.
2: and I,
0: at the point that I'm at in the game, have evolved it, and I don't know how.
1: Okay, um, well, <laughs> I guess a minor spoiler of how to evolve Farfetch, I guess, because Micah did it and didn't realize how. Um, so it's not level based. It's order to evolve your Farfetch, you need to land three critical hits in a
0: single battle. Okay, interesting. That's so
1: wild. It's cool. After all like these years, they uh, figured out more ways to uh, get Pokemon to evolve. That's pretty neat. So after the bridge, we do run into Team Yao. That's the situation to get the bike. We end up in... Oh, man, I can't remember what the town is called. Uh, we end up in
0: Nessus Town. see. Holbury. Say. I've started v- writing down the names of towns because what is what is the we town all were very theme bad at remembering. in them? this
1: in this game what does the town mean town theme
0: well like oh, the town panto
1: is colors joto is
0: berries. Unova f- is clouds uh I, X and Y is, 100%
1: is sure. perfume uh,
0: like. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but it all feels it just all feels very like
2: european
0: uh not european Great Britain themed like there's a specific town that has a way that it's structured. The name is structured (laughs) that uh, feels very specifically. UK and a lot of the names kind of just feel very UK. I don't know if that's a theme, though, because that's kind of just the gallery theme.
2: I would agree with that. Sorry, it's being more broad, but Uh, so
0: when you arrive into Hullbury,
1: Chairman Rose, not in a suit. Yes. (laughs) And we meet... What? I'm so bad with names. Oleana. 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 And she is his assistant, as far as we know in the story.
0: Yes. Do you want to go describe what he's wearing? Because we had a conversation about this at Community Day today. Would you like
1: to describe what you saw (laughs) when you uh, chairman... uh, Rose was hanging out, not in a suit.
2: He looked like he was going to go play golf, and I saw his little belly.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I would say <laughs> little belly. Well,
0: I
2: mean, that's...
0: His dad bod. His dad bod was out. She she is the secretary to Chairman Rose.
2: He was very... Um... Stern, maybe?
0: I would agree with that. He he seems a little bit more um, f- free, and she seems like she keeps him in check. She seems very um stern and organized and uh like s- schedule s- stringent and he seems <laughs> not that.
1: Yeah, we 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 talked about this of it kind of looked like he was wearing like boxers but I guess they're supposed to be more of like uh
0: I think it's like athletic shorts and like uh like a compression shirt.
1: Yeah, I kind of just wish like. they maybe made them look more like Athletic-y, I guess, and not boxer or like pajama shorts, almost too. But it's
0: like it's like like rich middle aged guy athletic <laughs> gear. Exactly. It looked very like rich middle aged guy. Okay. Uh, tr- try, trying to go out for a a run, but not really running. Yeah, just, maybe, ha- just hanging out.
1: Maybe I haven't
0: <laughs> maybe I haven't explored that part of my life
1: yet. It's <laughs> the middle aged part, not the rich part. Accurate. I mean, accurate to yeah.
2: yeah. From from what I know. <laughs> I, rich I, I... <laughs> guys. There's uh there there's
1: there's definitely more houses and more people to talk to in this town, uh, compared to the Milo's town, which was kind of more of a farm slash scenery kind of town with the runes and the the, the fields with the yampers and the pump So there are a couple more houses to go into, a couple more people to talk to. They do the stereotypical thing where oh the gym leader's not at the gym. So you have to go find her, and Nessa is by the lighthouse. No Ampharos in this game in the lighthouse, but you go find her, and uh, (laughs) she then just walks back to the gym, and you can go right in and do the gym challenge.
2: Something that I thought was really interesting when I was running through the houses is, I mean, maybe this has happened in the past, but there was a woman that said, oh, if the gym leaders aren't strong enough, uh, their gym gets demoted to a minor league division.
1: Yes, there was drama about this, and you weren't following, so I can tell you the drama. Okay. So you said minor league. Uh, Minor division. Minor division, yes. So there was an interview with Game Informer. They had the exclusive. They revealed a lot of stuff, and at one point they said there are 18 gyms in the game, and everyone lost their mind. It was a very, like oh my gosh, this game is going to be the biggest Pokemon game ever, 18 gyms. The last time we had something like that was like HeartGold SoulSilver, which had 16 gyms. And they very quickly clarified, no, there are only eight gyms, but in the region of Galar, there are 18. Like lore-wise, there was 18 gyms, but not all of them are considered major league gyms. So that is part of the lore.
2: I mean, that makes sense, though. because yeah, like, totally. with sports... Which is how this seems to be geared. Like there's like major league baseball and minor league baseball, <laughs> so it's like
1: totally makes sense.
2: Yeah. So okay, you
1: could also say that there's like uh, you know twelve gyms in black and white. It's just some of them got frozen over and they were <laughs> weren't accessible in the second game, and so they had to default to other gyms. Or you maybe could say
0: there were s- sixteen gyms. Or- yeah, 16 gyms in gold and silver.
1: <laughs> uh, that Well, that one was true. There are 16 <laughs> gyms. <laughs> you know, maybe some of the gym leaders will leave their gyms to become actors and they close down their gym and some other gym has to open like uh, Bryson in, in, in black and white. <laughs> Hokey Star Studios. Everyone remembers it so fondly. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a little bit of a lore that there are major and minor league gyms and... The We've all done the Nessa battle. We did it at the Pokemon World Championship, all three of us. And uh, I did it again at PAX. Uh, The puzzle, exactly the same. They did swap out the trainers, which is something I said on the podcast when me, Will, and Greg talked about it. There was some backlash, again, online that how could a water gym have uh, one of the trainers use a Vulpix? (laughs) But it was for demo purposes, of course. Right, be kind of silly if, if somebody had 20 minutes with a demo and they just used Grookey and one-shot every water Pokemon. But in the demo, they had a Vulpix, they had an Impidimp, and they had a Gossif- uh, Gossifloor. So uh gives you a reason to use all the starters or maybe some of the other Pokemon on your team. Because at that time, you had a Corviknight and a Yamper and a Wooloo on your team, too, during that demo. So those three trainers, while in the same exact spot in the actual game, uh, were all switched out with water trainers. Just your basic water trainers, nothing too memorable memorable about them. Anyways, that gets to the Nessa fight. Her dialogue was uh, a bit different than the demo, um, but no need to harp on the demo too much. Uh, she also had one extra Pokemon compared to the demo. So what was shown off at E3 and, PAX and and Pokemon Worlds was a Goldeen and a Dreadnaw. And in this case, she had a Goldeen, an Aerokuda, uh one of the new pokemon also the pokemon that appears in Cramorant's mouth when it dives and a Dreadnought. so Irene I think uh Nessa is your aesthetic I love her Uh how did you like the introduction and her character and the fight
2: So when we went to the lighthouse what what I remembered afterwards was how someone had made a remark about how Nessa brings the most food or something or like she brings the greatest food and I was like that's such a random thing to say but then because cooking is such an element in this game that makes a lot more sense but that was just a comment that I uh, made note of I liked the fight and I think Steve you came outside like you were streaming and you exited uh, your studio for a little bit and you're like, oh, like you didn't see, like, like, oh, it's not the same as the demo, and I was just like, I, what? And that was before Aerocuda came out. Was uh, that the first time you saw Aerocuda? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so and you were like, Oh, it's Wasn't one of my new the favorites.
0: First time I saw Aerocuda, <laughs> Steve. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Saw it in Cramerant's mouth during the
1: trailer. <laughs> oh my okay, god.
2: Okay.
0: I was so mad. <laughs>
2: Uh, no, I remember that you were like, oh, that'll be so cool if it's a different Pokemon that's like new. And I was like, ah, I bet you it's just a.
0: It's See, just that's a, it's what
1: I thought. Okay. A, a, a were you the same people that thought Meltan was a placeholder?
2: <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, what? Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I liked the battle. The strategy that I had wasn't exactly what I was planning on doing. But it was also nice because she knocked out one of my Pokemon. But then I just like. Ruin another one just to have it, because uh, I think it was her dreadnought, just to like blow up my yamper, and then <laughs> which I wasn't expecting, but I ended up finishing the battle. Still, I don't know. It was it was pretty snappy, um, which was nice.
0: This was the first time that I heard the crowd chant a uh, like song during the during the battle during the Dynamax stuff. Uh, no, it was like when she was coming out. Oh, I don't think I remember that. Were, there were like the whole crowd was say, like singing a song, like chanting a song similar to how I'll... crowds at like football, like American football or American soccer games in America. The There's a lot of games. like football. There's a lot of like chanting and stuff mm. and songs and sing songy chants and such. I, that was the first time I had heard that in the game, and I I took note of it. I don't think I've heard it since. I it seemed maybe it was like unique to Nessa.
2: I heard some crowd differences, like, distinctly with my battle with Kabu, but we can talk about my experience sure. with that later. But, <laughs> yeah, that was something that I I uh, became, like, more aware and attuned to when I got to that battle.
1: I don't think there was anything too special battle-wise against Milo or Nessa. I still think Dynamax is great, and I still think, like, in retrospect... One of my complaints with with gyms specifically was how, at a certain point in your in, in the game, and once you, especially if you're a seasoned Pokemon player and you understand type weakness and stuff, you know that oh, okay, this is going to be a grass type gym later. I'm going to use I'm going to bring in my fire Pokemon or my bug Pokemon. Uh, this is a water type gym later, so obviously electric and grass. You kind of know the process, and every now and then they throw a curveball at you, or you know a po- Pokemon is just bulky enough that it survives and maybe gets a chance to set up. But the uh, at least the Dynamax makes makes that whole one-shotting thing not happen. (laughs) Uh,
2: (laughs) That's debatable.
0: I went in with a specific Electric Pokemon, and I I one-shot my way through the whole gym. Yeah, I mean you can kind of been the yeah, but Uh, again, like I I
1: think I I think Kabu shuts that down a little bit. Or did you have just an easy time with Kabu too?
0: I haven't had too much difficulty with the gym leaders.
2: (laughs) Okay, at this point.
0: <laughs> um, but I also like, I'm, I'm, I have a very specific way of playing, and a lot of it is like I level a lot because I'm, I'm just, I don't know, I, I do a lot of exploring. So, oh, yeah. Like, See, trying I'm trying to catch everything. Not like
1: that. I'm like, what's the gym leader at? 34. Oh, okay. I'm not going to go above 34
0: because I don't want to, I don't want to be in a situation to one shot it. See, so yeah, I'm I'm more I'm more into like I want to catch everything in the area before I advance, and that oh, I still contributes do that. to a lot of leveling. I still Maybe do that. I have I have have yet to battle
1: a wild Pokemon unless it was specifically to catch it. So I'm like I haven't
0: I haven't like knocked out wild Pokemon for experience.
1: Mm. I've only I, de- caught them. I,
0: de- I definitely do like if I encounter something in the wild, I I I feel like I have to battle it rather than just run from it. But- oh no no! If, I'm either gonna catch it or I'm gonna run.
1: And I've caught every new poke. I've caught every single Pokemon I've seen on a route. But I've never battled a wild Pokemon for pure sp- experience, with an exception of like accidentally knocking out a Pokemon when I was me- meaning to catch it. So I think in total, in the 22 hours I've put in, I've ac- I've knocked out three wild Pokemon, um, and none of that was intentional. It was just accidents while I was trying to catch them.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I play different. <laughs> Uh, I also think maybe we'll we'll talk about Kabu when we eat the Kabu, but my starter choice maybe also contributed to why I didn't have trouble with that. But oh, Kabu, yeah, I I didn't catch the any of the dialogue about Nessa having like the best food, but I feel like that also ties into the town, which is like a seaport town, and there's a lot of markets, and there's like a really uh, highly acclaimed seafood restaurant there, I guess, and I feel like that kind of was part of the story for Milo's town too like very farm based very kind of rural and even though maybe the 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 gym battles aren't as spectacularly memorable for those specific gyms i think maybe the towns themselves are pretty memorable with how yeah. well constructed they are
1: i mean i can't really tell you what's too memorable about um vila's town she took pictures she had bugs <laughs> <laughs> you walked in beat her got roller skates left the the spider web travel that was the the memorable part i mean that that's, that's jim it, though. though that's jim though that's not town yeah. same with ramos like there's nothing special about the town that ramos is in besides you start at the north there's a port you take the train south you battle his gym and then you instantly leave the town <laughs> So after that, they do a cool thing where I don't know if it's a cool thing, but the map is set up. So instead of backtracking, it kind of like gives you like a, a just an alternative path to get back to Motostoke. Um, so you have to go, cut through the cleverly named uh, cave number two.
2: <laughs> in a mine? I'm pretty sure it was the <laughs> oh, mine. Mine
1: number two. It yes. was
2: along with the industrial theme that most of the game seems to have. There's
1: two memorable things in my mine number two. One is bead. <laughs> and number two is a
2: Pokemon I cannot deal with Stunfisk. I was so Oh, I was so <laughs> heated about uh yeah. but um the little the cool cracker Carcoal. Yeah, that Karkole. was cute. I liked that Pokemon. Yeah,
1: Carko's cute. I think a lot of people probably, they didn't see any rumors or anything, probably surprised by Galarian
0: Stunfisk. I was, I was absolutely so... surprised.
2: Oh my. Uh... I was like,
0: I was like, something's up with this tiny Pokeball on the ground. It's definitely not going to be an item. I, I wasn't expecting Galarian Stunfisk <laughs> of all things. It's pretty sweet. It's I, like a little bear trap.
2: I got jump scared by it like three times and then I just kind of was maneuvering around like whenever i saw it in the floor because i was just like i'm not even gonna catch you i'm just gonna walk around um uh but i mean
0: uh binnacle
1: is there (laughs) (laughs) yep binnacle is there uh is also there
0: i just i just can't deal with binnacle
2: (laughs) the star of my of my battle with (laughs) havu i mean uh attempted star
1: Something they, they they haven't ever done in past Pokemon games. You could argue that this makes the game easy. Although uh, putting you in a... Uh, I don't know. I guess like a game forcing you to be in a situation and not being able to run away. Uh, I guess suddenly makes it harder. But they, they do in every rival situation. Uh, they will ask you if you're ready or not. And you can walk away. So that was... A lot of times I guess people would say like, Oh, Red and Blue was so hard. It was like, well, yeah, because when you're on the SSA and and you're about to go get to see the sea captain, you don't really expect Blue to be showing up with his team of fully healed Pokemon when you just battled like 20 trainers to get there. (laughs) (laughs) So like a lot of the quote unquote hardness was just because you didn't know a rival was going to show up and you weren't ready for it. Right. So again, you could argue that that makes it easier. I don't know. I kind of liked it. Where to the point where it was like, oh, I don't want to battle bead because I have a bunch of Pokemon that I actually don't care about. And I wanted to switch out my Pokemon and I was catching and the stun fisk did a lot of damage to like four of my Pokemon. And I kind of, I guess maybe I could do it, but also I'm just going to say no, finish catching some poor Pokemon.
0: He'll come back, battle bead and move on. It was not a super memorable. I didn't even really write anything down for like dialogue because I don't think there was a ton dialogue for bead for His this con- battle in specific
2: His condescension yeah it's I just, just like especially really uh, especially because right when you enter that town was um that there was a mini cut scene with uh the one with oleana when you first see her and the chairman and then beads also there
0: sucking up
2: <laughs> yeah exactly so later on he was just like Later on, he said, "You're not weak. You just lack talent." Yes, yes, yeah, that, oh. <laughs> that was his line. Okay, <laughs> uh, the, really something.
1: The, the area after bead. Uh, again, this game is still throwing a bunch of new Pokemon. Glaring Stunfisk. After bead, you can catch a uh, H- uh, Hatina, yes, Hatena, uh, which is one of the Pokemon that bead has. Uh, but you can find that in the grass after that cave. You can also find Impidimp there for the first time. Uh, Impidimp is a real Pokemon. It was something teased by the Pokemon Company for months with no official reveal, like uh, Ponyta or Surfetch. And uh, you then end back up in Motostoke. I like the pa- I do like the pacing in retrospect. I M- Micah probably has complain had the same complaint that I did of sometimes the pacing of gyms is really weird and awful. And they don't give you a lot of downtime, and they kind of pull that again with Nessa into Kabu, but I guess they put a cave and they put a route in between,
0: and it wasn't much. It was very quick. It wasn't (laughs) much, especially. I think maybe it's just the the like harsh distinction between that, like juxtaposition between taking six hours or whatever to get to the first gym, and then from gym one to gym three, it's like pretty fast. (laughs)
1: Yeah, and like X and Y had it where you literally in fifteen minutes can get to gym one, battle, and move on, and then all of a sudden you're going through eighteen caves, and you're riding a rhyhorn, and you're battling Team Flare, and you're running under cliffs to get to the second gym, and you're like, "Geez, like <laughs> why is this gym so far away?" Um, and then uh, in in Red and Blue, it was kind of that same feeling too of you know getting to Brock's gym pretty quickly. Although when you're 10 years old and as a kid, it seems like it took you a week to get to Brock's gym. And then going through those routes through Mount Moon, which again, as a kid, feels like it takes another year to get through Mount Moon for the first time to get to Misty. And that was kind of like what people, kind of, people assumed they were trying to go for in an X and Y, was a recreation of that feeling. Um, sure. Even though you do get to Kabu's gym very, very quickly after Nessa's, I think the pacing still feels pretty good. And I didn't I didn't feel over leveled for Nessa, even though, like I said earlier, I caught every Pokemon, battled every trainer, but did not grind slash battle wild Pokemon, which is like weird to say now at this point. <laughs> um, and then again, I caught the Galarian Stunfisk. I caught the Wimpod. I caught whatever else was in the cave. I caught whatever else was outside of the cave, mean you know, a minus maybe a one or two percent. That would I don't even know what the one percent in the cave would have been. Uh, Spawn wise. And then um I uh, walked into Kabu's gym, which I'm, am I the only one that okay. didn't think, like, when I looked at the map, I was like, where, did I only see, like, six gyms on this map, Where's the eighth gym, I didn't really think where they introduced the gym leaders ended up being a gym. I guess, like, in retrospect, I was like, well, of course, I guess. <laughs> but I didn't think that I would go back to Modestoke to participate in that specific gym.
0: Oh, I... I caught that because I I noted too in my notes that I thought it was weird that I was at that gym and I was like oh I guess I'm not fighting the fire gym leader first even though I'm right here, <laughs> uh, but but doesn't the first time you walk
1: into it it has like all the banners of every gym leader on the side I noticed on the that side yeah
2: later later on but oh
1: does it change to all fire when you come back or is it still all the
2: no it was it was each one because I was um. When I was walking in, I was like trying to figure out where they fit on in that circle that they gave you because of the oh, shapes. Oh yeah! And I was just like, "Oh, that's intriguing." Um, but can we back up? Sure. For, okay. So we didn't even really talk about when we saw Kabu in the mine. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, and that, then we didn't talk oh, about uh when uh because Hop made a remark about poke jobs. Yes, mm-hmm. and I wanted to know if that was new or if that's yes. just something that was okay. New.
1: So again, uh, so we'll talk about the Pokejobs Jobs real quick. Hop asks if you know about Pokejobs or you don't. If you don't, at t- he'll tell you about them. Uh, if you do, so you could access that pretty much as soon as you accessed Rotomi, um, where you it'll say it'll have different jobs, and those Pokemon will go out and do jobs and get experience and bring you back items, and the jobs are listed like. Send three normal-type Pokemon. Send four dragon-type Pokemon. Um, and you can either send them out for 24 hours, 12 hours, six hours, two hours. Obviously, the longer you send them out, the more stuff they get. But because, you know, the game's only been out for two days, it's hard to say if that is worth it. But if you're catching a bunch of Pokemon, which, hey, hey they finally, are they're trying to give you a reason to catch Pokemon. <laughs> which can I talk been... about
0: my strategy for PokeJobs so far? Sure. Uh, This may be specific to me because of how I've been playing, but I've been trying to keep my party too limited to just new Pokemon so that I can play with them, experience them, see their evolutions as they evolve or as they level and so on, um, and try to learn more about them. But I've still been catching pretty much everything old Pokedex-wise, so I have just been sending out my previous generation's Pokemon on the poke jobs since they're not really ever leaving the box anyways. Um, because they're, they're inaccessible. Once you send them out on a job, you can't, you can't use them until they come back from the job. Mm hmm. Um, so that's at least what I've been doing and it seems like it's kind of worth it. The XP doesn't seem like it's really that incredible, but you get some, some items and stuff.
1: Yeah, it feels uh, also, it's like a
0: checklist thing for me. So it
1: feels like a it's it's the same as it's the same incense as Pelago. If you decide to put six Pokemon into the uh, level up island, uh, you can't use them for anything anymore. Right. So it gives you a, it, you know, it gives you something to do with the Pokemon that exists in your box, which uh, I was worried that. Figured they would get away from Pelago. Um, but I hope that there would be some sort of replacement for that. Still, you know, waiting for that Pokéstar Studio replacement. No, I'm just kidding. No one, no one ever <laughs> wanted a Pokéstar Studio replacement. Kabu in the cave. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, the one thing I noticed that he said was, "I love." Uh, there's lots of good water Pokemon in this cave to fight, and I just thought that was like a good line of. Wait a minute. Fire's weak to water, but you're like in here fighting water Pokemon. I just thought that was like a really good line of well, they training said up. That He
2: was training. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Smart training. And that's why he
2: wasn't at the gym earlier. Um, it's it's funny because when you guys are talking, like I I already knew that you both have had a lot more playtime than I have. My strategy really has just been part I'm very anxious just to make sure that I'm caught up. So I've been kind of just Pushing through, which isn't typically what I would like to do, um, but I'm I'm also very reliant on my guide, which I don't have yet. So, no strategy uh, guide. Game yeah. Freak wants
0: you to play it, and it's all of its. Yeah.
1: Uh, I think Game Freak was trying glory. to prevent leaks,
0: and that didn't work
2: <laughs> out by delaying the guide <laughs> for a week. Yeah, but
0: I love the way Kabu walks, holding his towel and hi- like high kneeing all the way wherever yeah. he's going.
2: I I almost started squatting when I was doing that battle against you. <laughs>
1: um. So Kabu's gym is.
2: We battled. Uh. What's her name?
0: Oh, I thought we were going to talk about what's happening with Kabu in the mine. Oh, because he's protecting a car coal from Team Yell, who are loudly yelling at it to yes. cheer it on. <laughs> Which is really good. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. and they're saying that they're trying to like cheer it on to do a good job, but Kabu is upset because they're upsetting the coal instead of gassing it up. Yeah. Which is like the new the the intro to like Team Yell's how Team Yell is not really that serious and just kinda like mm-hmm. funny and goofy. It reminded me a little bit of uh in Sun and Moon when you find the uh, team skull grunts trying to take the the bus the, stop the side. bus
1: stop yeah <laughs> it's
0: re- it's real good
1: uh, I forgot all about the marty part uh because it's pretty not memorable of like when you go to sleep and Marty is there, and uh I'm pretty
2: sure you battle her before you go to sleep
1: yes right you you go there to go to sleep, she's there, you battle her and um it's I don't,
2: Morpico it, though. I didn't know a lot about that, so that was something.
1: Oh, Morpico or Morpeco, however you say it.
2: Yeah. So that I I was just like, oh, that's interesting. So I was trying to figure out if there was a particular pattern, but it just seemed to be every other turn. Yep.
1: Every other turn, it goes um, into hangry mode. Yeah.
2: So I was like, oh, that's <laughs> cute. Good. And then also, uh, team yell in the back with their fan banners yeah. for her. Yeah. I was like losing my mind. I was just like, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's adorable. That also reminded me previously with that uh, Kabu interaction is that he did have a throwaway comment was like that um, was similar to uh, there's a there's a way to be a fan, but that might not necessarily be the best way Mm. to support whatever you're cheering. I do remember this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was like, that's funny. Yeah. (laughs) And when you
0: see her, she's she's looking at the statue that Sonia was looking at. Yes. Which I don't think we really talked about too much, but it's like the lore that Sonya is trying to investigate about the mm-hmm. legend and how uh, the legend talked about this this hero that fought back the darkest day with the sword and shield and how the sword and shield are missing. And it's like the one hero holding a sword and holding a shield and, and this, in this statue. So she's kind of like, I don't know, inspecting it as well.
1: I, f- I feel like out of the four... And I'm not that far, so this is just me guessing. I feel like Marnie is going to drop out of the challenge at some point. It just, between you, Bede, and Hop, and her, she, maybe, maybe there's not enough story with her, but she just doesn't seem to care about anything. (laughs) Um, She's very easygoing. But okay. I mean, she had, it seems like her thing is, is dark Pokemon, right? She has... Or is it fighting or is it
0: dark? I think it was fighting. Uh, I think dark. She had more Morpeko, I, I, and Scraggy. Morpeko is electric dark. I think maybe dark feels a little bit more fitting for her. Kro- the- I don't know that fighting aesthetic. feels like the right thing for her. I guess, I guess yeah. my theory my
1: theory is that she is, the brother, she is the sister to the dark type gym leader that we have never met. That is oh, my theory. Oh, interesting. That's a good theory. Because I bet as soon as we see the theory, we're going to be like, oh, they look similar. Or as oh, what as if we it's see the what if it's her? What if it's Marnie? Oh, I don't, I don't think she's gym leader material. I mean, they could wow, pull. what is that even? I, mean? She's got <laughs> a whole squad of orbiters <laughs> that they they could pull. They could pull an iris on us, but they already did that. Mm. Interesting. Uh, I guess they did that in the anime, technically. <laughs> <laughs> I I think she's I think she's going to be the gym leader's sister because it's the whole like. Again, I I I have I have no I've never read about this. It's just what I'm guessing. Leon is the champion and Hop is the brother that looks up to it and Marnie looks up to her brother who's a gym leader who's never good enough to be the champion. And Bede kind of look looks up to
0: Chairman Rose I who I endorsed still don't him. know how Bede fits into any of this. <laughs> well, I mean ah, why, Bede, like, he Bede just like like clearly hates everybody else except for Chairman Rose, so there's kind of like a, I don't,
1: but does he, but does he not hate Chairman Rose, or is he just sucking up? Like you can hate your boss and still suck up because you know, I, you'll get something out of it.
2: I feel like he really wants Chairman Rose's uh, approval, um, and is really seeking that, um, especially because in that one cutscene, he seemed kind of discouraged that he was like, oh, it's you. Um and you've had this Pokemon I've given you or the two challengers that were endorsed by Leon. Um and he was just like, why are we talking about them right now? But then the scene kind of he walked away. Or uh, do they say Eid?
1: what Pokemon Chairman Rose gives? No, Eid? no. I mean, he's has to be using it. Is I is was it not? Is
2: I'm not sure if
1: it's supposed to be the Atne- Hatena, Yeah, Hatena. You can just find those. I don't know. Uh, yeah they're just walking around
2: (laughs) (laughs) i mean i didn't even see one but again i was trying to just be as fast as i can be which isn't that super fast but
0: i think you're definitely onto something though looking at it not like looking at the characters and their dynamics i think you're onto something as far as the overarching story like the overarching story with sun and moon was you know parents and kids and um, I feel like maybe the overarching story here is well, uh siblings, like not, not even necessarily siblings, but uh the people that you as younger people look up to like maybe? I- idolization. Oh. Yeah. Like idolization. Oh, like how TML like really idols.
2: And the, yeah. And that makes sense just generally with how everybody always and is Leon, talking about Leon. Yeah. Everyone Hop.
1: idols Leon, especially Hop and. And I do. Hop, think, they they stress that Hop is Leon's biggest fan, which is
0: definitely cute for sure. And I do think Irene is right. That I got that impression too. That that bead idolizes Chairman Rose because he's, they're pretty unfiltered. Otherwise, like to everyone, super rude to everybody, but <laughs> very, very understanding and not rude to Chairman Rose. Mm. And it could also be that, like, oh, they're just sucking up to their boss, but it that's not the impression that I got. Yeah.
2: Did you guys have any uh did you put any importance into that two second scene with Sonia with Oleana being like, after you beat Nessa, you need to go to the seafood restaurant. And then that situation when Sonia was talking about how uh, Professor Magnolia was very anxious about um, dynamaxing and that whole thing oh yeah wishing stars and it was it was very short so it was like I feel like this is information that will probably be important later on because that's usually how foreshadowing works but mm-hmm.
1: yeah I mean <laughs> Sonia's whole gimmick is she's ultimately going to solve the thing
0: right uh, would- also because she is the daughter oh, I guess granddaughter. daughter of I grand-daughter, granddaughter of Magnolia, grand-daughter of Magnolia, of Magnolia. And, she's, and she's on this mission because she wants to gain the respect of Magnolia, I think we're really a, the, hitting this
1: theme. There, there will be a better Sonia thing the next time we talk. So we'll we'll park that for now. Kabu, uh, interesting gym ba- gym mechanic.
2: What did you think about this the uh, concept of Kabu's gym?
1: It was. It's funny because we we compl- I complained about the Milo thing of like. Not realizing you're you're supposed to battle the trainers to make it easier for you, <laughs> and I went straight to the trainers this time to oh, battle them, and I, I was then they were like, "Oh no, don't battle me!" And I, I was didn't like, even talk <laughs> to them. I was like, "Oh, well, you can't." They they yell, they were like, "We're not here to battle."
2: Yeah, well, I didn't talk to them, so
1: <laughs> so the gimmick of the gym is you need to get five points, and you get two points for catching a Pokemon and one point for knocking out a Pokemon. And I guess for me, I was confused on that mechanic. Uh, I was lucky enough to have a Twitch chat to say like, oh, if you catch the Pokemon, you actually get to keep
0: it. Yeah.
1: Because I was like, well, I, what, what's well the, the
0: catch p- is that you're, you're doing it in double battles or like two, uh, two, two yeah, on one. Yeah, but uh, because it was in a gym
1: and because they've never done this before, I was like, well, if I catch something, is it is it actually mine? Like...
2: The way that... But they, they
1: make you use your own Pokeballs and your own stuff. So yeah. now, I'm, now I'm super curious of like, what if you don't have any Pokeballs?
2: Well, then like What gotta, happens
1: And that? Do you just have to you battle? Gotta,
2: you gotta knock out five wild Pokemon. Yeah, I guess. Just <laughs> like, knock them out.
1: Because I was like, what if you failed to catch all three? And somebody in chat was like, oh, I tried that. And you have to... They just generate you more Pokemon to knock out.
2: Yeah. 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 Well, I feel like the way that the man in the front explained... Doug.
1: His name is Doug. Okay. Well,
2: how Doug explained the the um the mechanic of the gym, I was like, oh, so then I probably should catch two and knock out one. Yeah. (laughs) And then I was super excited because there was a Litwick, and I don't care. I love Litwick, but I knocked it out accidentally because I was just focusing on how obviously instead of battling the other trainer, they were attacking you. Yes. So you couldn't and. Doug had said, "Oh, you should pay attention to how the other uh, trainer decides to go into these uh, interactions." And I was like, "Ah, whatever." Like oh, I, I'll mis- just have I to misunderstood see- that too.
1: <laughs> so when Doug said that, I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I've done double battles before." I, and I thought, because I don't read or pay attention clearly I thought the other trainer was going to try to knock out the Pokemon you're trying to catch. So I, I think was, that there <laughs> are different. So I was like, I'm going to knock out them before they can knock out the Pokemon, and then I can (laughs) catch it. But that's actually what you're supposed to do, because... They'll interfere with you.
2: Yeah, uh- I think
0: they're different each round, though, because the first round the trainer was just attacking the Pokemon for me. That's not how then, it was for me. And then the second round they were attacking me. Well, directly what do you mean by round? Because you because uh, I went to the Volpix last.
2: I didn't even go to the Vulpix. well. So like
0: each uh, <laughs> each pro- like progressive battle. Like the first battle that I did was whatever. What I, I don't remember what order I did them in, but it was like Volpix, Sizzlepeed and Litwick, and they got progressively different because I was kind of the same way. I was like, Oh, I don't really know what's happening. And uh, once I saw it was two on one, I was like, Oh, I got to catch it before they do. I get it. Yeah. So, so then they were attacking it and I was like, I'm just going to like whittle away at, at it. But I have to throw a ball before they do. Once it gets to a point where it's catchable.
2: I don't think I Um, ever, I don't think I ever had any of the, Other trainers attack the Pokemon. I think I kept getting. um, Oh, my person attacked the Litwick,
1: which is why it died.
2: Yeah, no, no, no. I kept getting. uh, I got attacked once, I believe, and then I just kept getting um, like the damp, like the, like just uh, status effects or like um, things that would lower my like speed and stuff. Mm. So then I, I think at one point because I was fighting the Litwick and then. I was trying to actually, no, maybe they did attack the Litwick, but I knocked out the Litwick. And I was like, oh, I wanted to catch it because I just want to catch these and be be done. So my Litwick was knocked out. I went to the Sizzlepeed.
1: Sizzlepeed, yeah, that's um, a good name.
2: And I caught that one. I caught that one and I was going to go back. I was going to go over to the Vulpix, but then I saw the Litwick spawned again. So I just caught the Litwick and then I was done. Um,
0: Oh, the Litwick spawned again. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I, I I caught all three of them because I was I was like I'm not going to give them the opportunity to catch them. I want to catch them. I like how we all like misunderstood what this was supposed to be. <laughs> no, I got it pretty yeah. quickly. Yeah, but, but they're, like, they're after not, the they're first not battle, Yeah, after
1: the pretty... first one you get it, but like you thought they were going to catch it. I thought they were going to knock it
2: out. I didn't think they were going to catch it. I thought that they were trying to prevent they were going to kill all of my Pokémon so I just couldn't catch it. Not that they were going to catch it before me. Yeah.
0: Well, I I interpreted it as you get two points for catching one for knocking it out. So at some point they're going to try and catch it, especially the one that started to attack the Pokemon and whittle it down. I was like, oh, they're going to try and catch it. I got to throw a ball before they do. Yeah, I thought um, they were just going to knock it out so you couldn't catch it to
1: make it harder. So that's why, like, once I realized they were attacking the Pokemon, I was like, oh, I'm just going to attack every trainer as soon as I get into the battle. And once they're eliminated, I can take my time to catch that Pokemon.
2: I did that once so because I didn't want the trainer to like keep attacking me but um I knocked out one of uh the trainers and then they let out their what's a salandit salandit evolve Salazzle, Salazzle. Yeah. yeah so one of them had a Salazzle after I knocked out their first po- first pokemon because I was like stop doing stop uh <laughs>
0: Salazzle but- sizzlepee they really like their Zs. For these fire Pokemon.
2: I knocked out one Litwick, caught the other one, caught Sizzlipede. Yeah. Whatever, Volpex.
1: <laughs> uh the Kabu fight was good. Uh this is they do this weird thing where Kabu is walks out the entrance with you.
2: I wanted yeah. this whole <laughs> montage because I was like, oh my gosh, you're my mentor. Like, I wanna learn so many things from you. That also that was the whole vibe that he gave me too, that was like this is a learning experience because of how my whole entire Kabu ex- interaction just generally was. I was like, well, I'm definitely learning something here. <laughs>
1: yeah. Kabu is, I think, instantly comes off as the gym leader, at least out of the ones we see, that you could tell that the other gym leaders like respect and that this dude's been doing it like, like Kabu comes off as that teacher in college or that teacher in high school where you want to like stop in their office after class or after the day is over to you know ask them a question or or, or pick their mind and uh, I don't know if that was the intention or I don't know if I'm misreading that but that's a hundred percent what Kabu comes off as to no, me. I
2: totally had that same. They
1: idolize impression. him. Is that what you're saying?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but again, like going back to. um you know, like Sun and Moon or X and Y, I don't think a lot of those gym leaders have that kind of characteristic. And, uh, like, uh, I I like, you know, Hala, and I like Ace Rola, and I think that there was interesting things about, like, Kahili and Nanu, but uh, none of... How they're doing character development in this game just seems seems better. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's way more thought out and it feels more cohesive. Like every everybody feels like the 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 um personality that they're clearly trying to yep. give them.
2: Yep, I I had something written down exactly uh that's about that. Um after Kabu, I lost a Kabu three times? No, twice. Oh three, no. No, three times I think. Um, and then Steve had to come in and was coaching me because I was just like, ah, ah, But uh earlier you were talking Micah, you were talking about how you noticed um the crowd during your Nessa battle. Mm-hmm. There was a surge definitely um with my crowd when um Kabu had a critical hit against one of my Pokemon. Oh, and I was just like, Yeah, and so then I was really paying attention to that for the rest of my battles with him. Um, and then I, I, I didn't, I also, what I also observed was when he Dynamaxed, when he threw his Pokeball, like the big one, the, the flames, his eyes light up. Yeah. I didn't know if that happened with the other two leaders. uh,
1: So Milo kisses his Pokeball before he throws it. Okay. And I can't remember what Nessa does, but, or not Milo doesn't kiss it. He like kind of like pats it. Like you would pat like the head of your
0: dog. like, Like, good job, boy. Like he yeah. kind of gives it like a double pat and then throws uh, it. Nessa has her like leg extending thing. Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah. yeah! She puts her leg up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is that's that's kind of goes back to that battle with um the like your first battle with Hop where Leon says you worry too much about things that you don't need to worry about like how you throw your Pokeball.
2: Oh, his like arm, like his shoulder, his shoulder flex.
0: Yeah. Shrug. Mm. Because all of the like good the great gym leaders have a specific way they throw the pokeball and Hop clearly oh, was like trying to make his it. own like way to throw his pokeball, and Leon saying like don't worry about that because it's not as important as just being a good trainer. He's got a nine tails, an Arcanine, and a Sentis Scorch. Hardcore Gen 1 are over here. <laughs> I was actually kind of disappointed that there were no Hoenn Pokemon on his team because they set up that lore that he was from Hoenn. That so was like, oh, he's maybe he's gonna have a horn Pokemon on his team. But yeah. Nope.
1: <laughs> uh, well, you know, I guess like Arcanine's technically pretty bulky, and the uh, Nine Tails is also pretty bulky. I really like Senna Scorch. lot. It was a cool Pokemon. Yeah, his uh, Dynamax move where it like does the up and down, I don't know, zigzag the flutter, thing. The
2: Flutterby? Flutter no, by. not
1: the Flutterby. It was like. Scorchinium Z or whatever—I don't remember what <laughs> it was called. Scorchinium Z. Uh,
2: it
1: was—it was a fire move because the the Flutterfly thing wasn't a fire move. Um, although he does use that if your Pokemon is you if if you have like he has that move in case you have like a water Pokemon because obviously he's not going to use a fire move against a water Pokemon. Um, I don't know exactly what the Flutterenium Fluttershy move was. <laughs>
0: It's a really good Gigantamax, too. It just gets, like, longer <laughs> and more scary. Because it's a pretty, like, intimidating-looking Pokemon, as far as design goes. And then when it Gigantamaxes, it's maybe even more intimidating.
1: So, if he was a, uh... If they did say from Hoenn, his options for Fire Pokemon would be Camerupt. Torkoal. Torkoal, Numal, and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome
0: to Gen Three. <laughs> I mean, camera up, maybe would make the rhetorical, but you know, it's, it was just a minor grip. It wasn't anything that I like was really upset about. I just I noted that he was from Hoenn, and then I also noted that he didn't have any Hoenn Pokemon. Options were pretty limited. <laughs> maybe that's why he moved to Galar so he would have more options for Fire Pokemon. <laughs> um, it's like I got nothing out here in Hoenn. I got. Camera up to've got I can't use uh torchic because every all the other new trainers have them.
1: yeah I mean they could have gave him they could have given him like a lampet maybe, but lampet's way easier stat wise to get rid of That's it's right. not gonna it's not as bulky it's it's not as yeah i mean and his his strat is is bulk like meant around that right he needs to survive to burn you, and once you are burned he can now do more things to you. Yeah. Uh so that totally makes sense. Um I the easy pokemon here to use is Dreadnaw. Uh you have both rock coverage, water coverage, and then when you get to Sunny scorch, you have four times weakness. So that's obviously the biggest setup. So it's it's very easy to say this gym. Anyone who's like this gym was easy. Totally. Like if you have the one if you have the one or two pokemon that, you know, you go into setting up, that's going to be easy just like, you know, if you went to Nessa with a Boltund, Boltund um Nessa is going to be extremely extremely easy for you because it's it's so much faster than her pokemon it has that electric typing um that's and, what
0: i went in with for nessa too and
1: while i do think the pacing in this game is better i do think i don't i i don't i've no clue if they changed the stats on the back end it sure feels like it especially when you're out in the wild area and you're like why is this level 14 oddish not taking so many hits <laughs> um <laughs> Why the,
2: Why is it not or why, why is it, it
1: taking so many okay. hits? Uh, I think the, you. I could you I would argue that this game is harder if you refuse to switch out your team and the game is easier if you do switch out your team, which I think the game encourages and I think it should encourage because at this point there's 800 plus Pokemon. It's sure. kind of weird if you refuse to use 700 plus of them and only take six. But the, there are totally players who only use their starter and nothing else. Yep. Totally viable to do that. Uh, there are some people who just pick six Pokémon refuse to ta- change those six Pokémon, but in this game I've been having so much fun switching out my team, changing I, I'm you know, I still keep my starter. Um, but you know, I I dropped Bolt, Bolt, Hound. I dropped uh Wulu. I'm sorry, I can't remember Wulu's evolution off the top of my head. Um, I dropped Corva uh Corvusquire. Mm-hmm. Uh this is the most I have changed my team ever in a Pokemon playthrough and I'm only three badges in now uh, yeah. and in retrospect if I had Dreadnought which I dropped away early <laughs> 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 I would have had an easier time with
0: Kabu uh, sure I think that there's uh, there's a, an aspect to that too where they tell you in advance like you kind of knew in advance what the 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 gyms were going to be like you knew you were going to have to do the grass gym and then the water gym and then the fire gym uh, before you even set out to tackle the first one so it, it gave me the opportunity to like you said before like plan okay i'm gonna be t- taking on the water gym next so i'm gonna swap in uh electric pokemon and train those up and then the fire gyms next so i'm gonna swap in Aeros eroskewda and uh dreadnought and i have my starter so and that's you know i have the sobble starter so I trained up water Pokemon in preparation for the fire gym. So I also have been a lot more like preparing because I think I've had the opportunity to know further in advance what's coming up, I guess. Mm -hmm. It's, it's made it more fun though. I think it's been a lot more fun exploring. Like, like I said, I'm playing mostly with new Pokemon uh, and it's made it fun to find new Pokemon that fit whatever type advantage I need for the next gym and then working on those new Pokemon and seeing, you know, whatever comes with it and trying to be prepared that way. Because I, I didn't know that Aerocuda Aero evolved and I got to experience that on the way to Kabu. And that's like just one instance of Pokemon that I'm discovering just from having to train for what's what's to come.
1: Yeah. Uh and then uh we'll end off the episode where Kabu gives you a farewell, tells you where to go next and he uh he mentions that a lot of trainers don't don't actually get to beat him and they drop out of the the challenge, the cup challenge uh because they they can't defeat him and um again, this is what I said earlier but you can tell that like Nessa and Milo definitely look up to Kabu as probably some role model, or even even I would argue maybe like a father figure that I would assume there's probably lore that they became gym leaders because of him. It seems like that would be the case. I'm sure they look up to him because
0: everybody blasts through their gyms and then gets stuck in <laughs> <to> his.
2: <laughs> I I liked that uh, Kavu did take a moment to, to just bid us farewell, and I also liked that Milo and Nessa also joined him for that just because it was like oh like the three quote unquote traditional types like it's like okay you've defeated these three gym leaders and they're like okay move forward uh to where you're going to go and um defeat all of these other types that you I mean obviously you've still seen them mm-hmm. um but like it's like well you started out <laughs> Um, <laughs> seeing those three types specifically, um, and I just I thought that kind of reinforced that teacher vibe that I got, uh, right off the bat with Kabu, where it was like, okay, you like uh, you have achieved the goal that I set for you by defeating me. Go forth. Uh, <laughs> so um, yeah, so I I I thought that was really cute that they were sorry. No, go ahead. No, I just, I, I just liked um, that all three of them just did their farewell. I mean, kind of farewell. I'm sure yeah. we'll see them again. <laughs>
0: and all came out together. I didn't even realize, really think about it too much until you said it. But like, I knew that it was the the three original types. But they're set up in a way too that every gym that you fight on that path is in a circular motion, and it's it's which uh, it's the ones it's in the like weakness pattern or the strength pattern. So. Grass strong to water, water strong to fire, fire strong to grass. Lots of little details in this game that I really like finding that I feel like are more little details than in previous Pokemon games. Well, that is our episode. We
1: will be back tomorrow, which should be the Monday episode. And then uh, we will uh, probably be on our way to the fourth gym. You got time to catch up and or prepare or maybe you've already beaten the game by this point. Uh, There's a lot to do though, but uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for the kind words you've said, um, whether that's on the Discord or the Slack or the Twitter or in Twitch or whatnot. Uh, We've been having fun doing this series for you guys. So we'll be back tomorrow. Thank you all for listening. And good night.
0: Galler.